This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, yet another union is suing the Trump administration for the president's workforce executive orders. With less and less people using it, the Postal Service's Inspector General wants to come up with ways to optimize the agency's services. And it looks like the emphasis on cybersecurity is paying off for civilian agencies. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Another federal employee union is suing the Trump administration over the president's workforce executive orders. SEIU represents federal employees in upstate New York. The union filed its own separate lawsuit in the U.S. District Court. It's seeking relief from the executive orders for federal employees in New York and at agencies across the country. It makes the same argument that a group of federal employee unions made late last summer when they filed suit in the D.C. Circuit. Amid a decline in mail volume, the U.S. Postal Service has more infrastructure than it needs to process its current workload. The USPS Inspector General is looking at ways the agency can standardize its mail processing operations, as well as other ways USPS can stay profitable amid a decline in mail. The report is expected to come out in March. New data shows agency cybersecurity is getting better. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with more. Fiscal 2018 was the first time in 12 years that federal civilian agencies suffered no major cyber incidents. This was one of several highlights from OMB's annual Federal Information Security Management Act, or FISMA, report to Congress. OMB released a report on Friday. The federal CIO has been tracking major cyber incidents since 2007. It defines it as one that impacts national or economic security or one that affects more than 100,000 people. Agencies also faced fewer overall cyber incidents last year, seeing a 12% decline to just over 31,000. I'm Jason Miller. Health and Human Services is moving towards zero trust as its model for network security. Its chief technology officer, Oki Mech, said it's to wean employees off passwords. This comes after HHS Chief Information Officer Jose Arrieta said his office is working with the Defense Information Systems Agency on a pilot to use biometric and behavioral characteristics for network access. The General Services Administration is extending the Transactional Data Reporting, or TDR, pilot for an additional year. GSA announced the program will continue so as not to cause any further disruption during fiscal 2020 as it consolidates 24 schedules down to one. When it's over, GSA will decide to continue, cancel, or expand the optional TDR pilot participation to schedule contract holders. GSA hoped TDR would replace the price reduction clause, which many vendors find onerous and a legacy of how the government bought in the 1990s. The leader of all Army service installations was relieved of command last week. According to a statement from the Army, Lieutenant General Bradley Becker was removed from his position as leader of U.S. Army Installation Management Command due to a loss of trust and confidence. The deputy of Installation Management Command, Major General Timothy McGuire, will serve as interim leader. The Navy says it's creating a new position to oversee all of its cyber, data, and information technology issues. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. Navy Department leaders have been pressing to establish a new Assistant Secretary for Information Management since earlier this year, but the idea never gained traction in Congress. So officials say they're doing the next best thing, creating a special assistant who will report directly to the Secretary of the Navy and also serve as Chief Information Officer. Sources tell Federal News Network the Navy has hired Aaron Weiss as the first person to fill the new job. Weiss is currently a senior advisor to the DOD CIO. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. 
Defense contractor Mantech is paying a $750,000 fine to settle allegations that it lied to the government and violated the False Claims Act. The Justice Department claims Mantech falsely reported that its principal manager of a contract for security services at the Environmental Protection Agency had a top-secret clearance. DOJ also alleges that the company failed to inform EPA that the manager lost the clearance and then misrepresented the project manager's status a second time. Mantech earned more than $1.8 billion in government contracts in 2018. Billions of dollars could be saved over the next two decades by expanding the government's continuous evaluation program to more security clearance holders. The RAND Corporation estimates the government could save nearly $28 billion over 25 years if agencies implemented continuous evaluation instead of conducting periodic reinvestigations. Agencies spend anywhere from $0.20 cents to $5 a month continuously evaluating a single clearance holder. Background investigations and reinvestigations, by contrast, range from 433 to nearly $6,000, depending on the type of clearance. The Defense Department has taken full advantage of the hiring authorities Congress has given it over the last several years. According to the Government Accountability Office, from 2014 to 2018, DOD used hiring flexibilities for 90% of its 44,000 actions regarding its acquisition workforce. The Pentagon also increased the amount of money it paid out for recruitment and retention incentives. In 2014, DOD authorized about $14 million for those purposes. By contrast, in 2018, it authorized almost $34 million. And the Defense Information Systems Agency makes it easier for DOD components and cloud service providers to get together. Here's more from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. DISA's new provisional authority lets agencies post impact level 2 data on commercial clouds without first having to get a written OK letter. The authority applies only to cloud providers that have passed muster under the Federal Risk and Authorization Management Program, or FedRAMP. Roger Greenwell, DISA's point man on cloud, said the new authority also simplifies life for the providers, but it requires them to keep up their FedRAMP certification. I'm Tom Temin. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. I'm Eric White. (music) 